Welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast, where we discuss dynasty strategy, rankings, and all things NFL. So get ready to geek out on fantasy football with your host, Rich Dotson. And welcome to the Dynasty Nerds Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Rich Dotson, here with my fellow nerds, Matt O'Hara. Hey, hey. And Garrett Price. How's it going? That's going okay. Uh, you know, it's been a rough week out here in fantasy football. Uh, con- you know, condolences uh, to a member of our community's family and his wife and his children. We lost a good one this past week to COVID. Mike Tagliere of the Fantasy Pros podcast. Um, I was lucky enough to have Mike asked me to do his show one time, and then I was lucky enough to talk to Mike for a couple hours and do his show. I think like two years ago, um, we lost him this past weekend to COVID. After a month, a little over a month and a half of uh, struggling with that. So heartfelt condolences to literally one of the good guys in the community. Uh, a young guy, had a family, had a kid. He's got a GoFundMe up there on the Fancy Pros page. You can find that if you got, you know, if Mike ever helped you or you got any extra money, maybe your Fancy League money, whatever, you can send out to his family with his two young children uh, and his wife. I'm, I'm sure they would appreciate that. And, you know, it, it's hard to lose anybody at any time. You know, but when you lose somebody young, it's even harder. And definitely went to a good person. And I didn't know Mike personally, but I could I knew from the outpour of mentions and people that I'm friends with about Mike that he was a great person. And my little interaction I had with him personally, he was all he was a really good dude to me too. So our condolences from all of us. Yeah, I had I had talked to him a couple times and, and I didn't know him super well, but uh it, it's definitely devastating to see uh what has happened and just what his family must be going through. Uh, so I do think it's incredible how the, the fantasy community has rallied around them and and uh, supported them. But even thinking about, you know, some of the guys on the show, I know Kyle Yates real well. He's a good friend of mine, and I know he's taking this really hard. And so, you know, thoughts for him and, and, and the entire Fantasy Pros family. Yeah, um, well said by both you guys. I don't have a lot to add on top of that that wouldn't just be echoing the same things. I, I've heard nothing but great things about this guy. It's, it's very scary uh, when somebody that young, I guess, and in similar roles, I guess, sure. um, you, you see someone like this uh, pass away. Um, it, it brings a lot to light, you know what I mean? And, and I think the important thing is to, you know, love the people in your family. And, and I think that's a great message to kind of get out in, in moments like this. Um, but he will be missed uh, by everyone that knew him. It sounded like he was an excellent guy. I didn't have any personal interactions with him, but um, uh, it's just it's very it's a very difficult thing to I guess process uh, for everyone. But let's I guess take it from here. I guess yeah, and hopefully he wins a Scott Fishbowl. Yeah, that'd be awesome. He's three zero. Yep. So that's kind of sweet as well. And uh, yeah, hope he's uh, you know again. Thoughts to his family. So Yes, absolutely. Thoughts to his family. That indeed. being said, we are going to go into our show and talk some Dynasty fantasy football because we are the Dynasty nerds. And that's what we do because we get all nerdy about Dynasty. You know, some people get all nerdy about Dungeons and Dragons. Some people get nerdy all about sewing. Not us. We like so, Dynasty fantasy sewing. football. Oh, yeah, yeah. Be a very small group, I feel <laughs> Maybe probably not actually. No, it's probably, probably a, a big group. I just don't know that there's a lot of like sewing podcasts. No, but there's like necessarily that you listen to. Probably a lot of YouTube channels. I would. Yeah, think. I guess probably, YouTube. Yeah, yeah that would yeah. probably be a better medium. Cross for that. stitch, double stitch, hopscotch stitch, all kinds of stitching going on over there. You sound like maybe you've dabbled. Have I you w- dabbled? I wish I could sew. <laughs> Sometimes I've ripped something. I'm like, oh, this is going in the garbage because this is done for. Then you see these YouTube videos and you're like, oh, cross, 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 zip, and you're like, oh, that's like a brand new thing. I mean, I'm gaining weight. Well, they just I wish add I could a extend zipper? my pants. 
I don't know. <laughs> zip, cross, zip. cross, zip. Now yeah. there's a zipper here. Like done and done. Look at you over there. Mr. <laughs> Zippity Doodah. Spit my coffee out. No, don't spit your coffee on that equipment. It's expensive. What kind of producer are you? Taking this down. <laughs> well, before getting these sweet dynasty and so and takes, let me tell you about our friends at Thrive Fantasy. I saw one of our uh, friends' other site. They're, they're host of one over five grand playing Thrive already. Oof. Yeah, look at these guys. Me? I haven't won jack squat yet. I'm losing. <laughs> now, we talk about our other partner. I had that sweet prop bet for you. Or uh, the, uh, we'll wait till that ad comes along. Okay. Right now, we're talking Thrive Fantasy. <laughs> and people are winning at Thrive Fantasy. Me? I'm not doing so hot. But this week is my week to turn around. Well, I promise you that. Because you're losing, somebody else is winning. So That's right. <laughs> yeah, our friends over there have my money in their pocket. And I'm... <laughs> Dang it. I'm upset about it. Thrive, like, where's my money going? You want to know where I'm spending my money? It's at Thrive Fantasy. You can go prop up fantasy football this season with Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports and esports app for player props. What you do is you go on there, you get 20 players. They're like, hey, will this guy have over 100 yards or under 100 yards? Will Ben Roethlisberger fall down once or, you know, once over under? You take an over <laughs> or under how many times Ben Roethlisberger is going to fall down? Will Nick Chubb uh, get, or will Najah Harris get hit behind the line of scrimmage 150 times over under? I'm taking the over. I'm taking the over too on both of those, by the way. So they give you 20 of these sweet props. This is a lot of Steelers hate. (laughs) There is. Yeah, yeah, I got more of that coming. Um, You know, is Juju Smith Schuster still alive? You tell me, yes or no, over under. Over under life. If it's under, it's six feet under. Um, Jeez. So for. This is what Thrive can get you, right? So, and all these come with accumulation of points. Like the riskier you get, the more points you get. So, like, do you want that biscuit? You want a soggy? You want a firm? However, you want it, they got it. And Thrive Fantasy is going to give you the opportunity to pick 10 out of 20 props they got, and you get points assigned for it. And then every time you get something, you get a point, you win cash. Like I said, I know people out here win $5,000. 20 of that dollars is mine. So, <laughs> $20. I got a few for you for Thursday night. What is it? Give me give me a few. So uh Trevor Lawrence completions over under twenty three and a half. Ooh. Over That's a under. high amount. I think. Who are they playing? They're, they're playing uh they're playing Cincinnati. Cincy. I will take the over. I think I am too, because I think they're gonna be losing by quite a bit and needing to throw. They're, they're always gonna be losing. Joe Mixon rush TDs plus receiving TDs point five over under. Oh, so over. will he score? Over. It's a bounce yeah, back okay. week for will Joe Mixon. Over. It'll be a good week. Look, look how easy it is to win this $5,000. Why aren't these so we, I'm going to start texting you guys, like, <laughs> make my Thrive picks for me. Um, right now, they got a really good special offer. New users who deposit $10 get a free $15,000 Thursday night ticket, or $15 Thursday night ticket. That's what Jared was just talking about. Those over-unders could be yours right now for free if you deposit $10. If you deposit $100, you get one free $15,000 Thursday night football ticket and two free 50,000 NFL tickets. Plus 100% of your instant first match deposit up to $250. That's your best offer of the year. You got to get on this and all you got to do is use our promo code, our promo code of nerds. That's what you got to do. It's that simple. Put in nerds, put in 250 bucks, they're giving you 500 bucks. $500. You enter 20 bucks, you pick those sweet overs. You take those two props we gave you. You win five grand. You send me back my 20 because I deserve it. And then we're all friends. That's there you simple. go. Thrive Fantasy. Just to correct you real quick, it's a $15,000 pool and a $50,000 pool. You said $15 ticket. So just wanted to clarify real oh, quick. Oh, well, sorry. I can't write and I read and talk. It's all right. Yeah. That's write. why we're here. Can't Download write. the Thrive uh, Fantasy on the App Store or Play Store or by visiting their website, thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. Now, 
We have injury news. Oh, All right. We always have injury news. It turns out Juju Smith Schuster's still alive. Mm. Uh, so that's that's one we could cross off the list. Uh, Are all of his ribs intact, though? I don't know. Are they? Uh, like as of right now, it looks like he's questionable. So I'm guessing they're intact. Because if it was cracked ribs, he probably wouldn't be questionable. Well, dude, crack's bad for you anyway. So stay away from that. Christian sure. Christian McCrackfrey, um, he's hurt. He's he's not an IR, so that's good. I, I did think it was going to be an IR stint. When I saw that it wasn't, I was much more encouraged that maybe he'll just miss a week or two. But I know last year they talked about bringing him back too soon, sure. and that didn't work out too well. So it does make me a, a little nervous. Still. Yeah, when a, when a player starts playing and all of a sudden they have bring one leg, leg up in the air and they're playing hopscotch all of a sudden, like that's not good. Like it, It's not good. It's I, mean, I mean, nowadays, of course, you know, Twitter gets ablaze on any, any one sure. of these injuries. Everyone's you know, overanalyzing basically the, the footage of it and everything. I couldn't see anything other than him like pick up his leg and, and everyone was making a big deal. Like there was almost like a, like they could, a pop or they something. could see like yeah. a popping in the hamstring. I never saw it. So I, I, I didn't really get that, but I'm not a doctor. See a snap or a crackle? For I all I knew, I, it was a stutter step. I mean, who knows? That's a, exactly what I was. I'm like, I don't, I don't see it. Is he just trying to juke this guy in the open field? But apparently it was a hamstring. Uh, I guess we'll see the, the severity here going forward. Not on IR yet, but Chuba Hubbard, right? I mean, that's obviously the guy who, who is going to benefit the most from this uh, kind of short-term injury, right? I saw somebody got a 23 first for Chuba Hubbard. Yeah. Wow. First and a third. And that, I mean, yeah. that's that's pretty good because this is a guy that was going, what, like middle, middle second? Of, yeah, middle of second, light, late second type of guy. Right around there. So that's got that's the speed. Nice, yeah, he definitely uh, has get the it speed. Done. Um, I, I was underwhelmed watching him. Uh, that's how I felt too. also. P- part of that is that offensive line isn't very good. It's just Christian McCaffrey's extremely special. So I think that's, that's part of the issue there. But... I'm not, it's I'm not, not as, he's not as smooth in the passing game either. So it's not, no, a, I mean, it's nowhere near he's, like he's a not one that for good one. of a pass blocker. Like, so he got the touches. So it's a, it's a volume play, right? But I, I don't expect half of the production that you got out of Christian McCaffrey. No, Chris McCaffrey's a, a fantasy gold mine. He averages 30 points per game. Nobody's doing that. That's why I said I'm not expecting half, so I'm not expecting 15 on average. Oh, sorry, mathematician over there. Didn't know <laughs> wow. what was going on over here. Wow. But so Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Christian McCaffrey dynasty value. Does this injury open? Do you a buy window? Do you think somebody's now like, dude, is this, this begin the end of Christian McCaffrey? Like we talk about how many opportunities you had to be a running back one and history shows us statistically that there's only so many running back windows out there. Unless your name is little Sean McCoy, right? So is this a window? Do you think a a Christian McCaffrey owner right now who? is dealing with, they don't know he's coming back. I know he's on IR. Do you think this is some kind of buy window? And if it is, would you buy? I think it's a buy window in the sense that you actually can get him. Now, I don't think the price has dropped at all, but it just went from like, yeah, I want four first, but I'm still not listening to you anyway, to like, yeah, I want four first and maybe I'll actually take I the wouldn't, four first now. I wouldn't pay three first for Christian McCaffrey. But that's the thing. I, I think the Christian McCaffrey, the, the person that has Christian McCaffrey, assuming they are contender, is going to have no desire to sell him unless you you really pony up and have an, a crazy good offer. To be, to be fair today, in a Superflex League, I traded uh, two first and Chase Claypool for Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Because I need a running back. And they're in a, you know, a similar tier, but Christian McCaffrey's just better. Better. Right. So Not, not this week he's not. <laughs> not this week he's not. Not last year he wasn't. Well, not right. overall on a per-game basis yeah. he was. All these analytic nerds are going to call that a trend. <laughs> An injury trend? <laughs> yeah. You know what that's trending to? Down. 
All right, so you should just give him away then. I don't have him. I don't. He's one of the players I have zero shares of. Well, then you can't. I have zero more. Christian McCaffrey shares. Not even in redraft leagues. Like I don't get. I got zero point zero. I'm with you there. By the way, it's a bummer because he's ruling the land right now. Yeah, but you're in four leagues. I'm in twenty three <laughs> leagues. Yeah, that's true. My odds are way more than four. I think I, I think I'm in six. Look at this guy. Oof. Yeah. It Mr. keeps up to It keeps creeping. I only have two, so I don't have a ton of shares. Of What's Christian the most you would pay for Christian McCaffrey in Dynasty? Are we assuming I'm a contender? Well, yeah. Why would we? Yeah. Just asking a question. Gonna rebuild around this gimpy guy? Gimp, this gimpy. Uh, messed up the most string? I would be willing to see, I would probably be willing to pay, I would probably be willing to pay three firsts. I don't know that I could do more than that. I think that's where I'm at also. I don't think I, when you said four firsts, I was like, eh. In my eyes, I mean, that might You're be mortgaging your entire, I mean, three is already mortgaging a lot of your future. Yeah. To go all in. All right. And he's, it, a, he's a winner. He's a league winner, though. It could be an equivalent of that. So it could be like, you know, J.K. Dobbins and a high first or something like that. Or he might not even be worth two to most people right now. But, you know, a running back that's worth sure. two first plus another first on top of that or something like that. Dude, and what's good about this, like, Carolina team right now, it's like a Pixar movie, man. It's just up. Sky's the limit. Yeah. It's, it's looking good. They're it's, clicking. They got the quarterback in place. The wide receiver, um, the number one wide receiver is there. Yeah, he is. Guys, did you see Came that? Around. I, I acknowledged. Look at that. Robbie Anderson is the one. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> I don't know about Terrence Marshall. <laughs> There's a few trades that went down in our uh, trade browser. Oh, for Christian McCaffrey? Yesterday. Yeah. G- give, me, give me the first two. Uh, Saquon straight up for Christian McCaffrey. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's... I don't hate it. You can't argue that. This one's loaded here. Christian McCaffrey, Allen Robinson, a 23-second for A.J. Brown, a 24-second. 2024 first, 2023 first, and a 2022 first. I can't even remember all you said. All I know is AJ Brown's name and a wide receiver three. So AJ kind of, Brown three first for Christian McCaffrey and Allen Robinson in a second. I would take the AJ Brown side. Me too. Yeah, me too. That seems like a lot. That's a big package right there. It man. is. Oh, thank you. But it also depends <laughs> on where those firsts are. Same. So you know, Damn. they're high first versus low first. Like, oh. Changes it slightly. And I'm your host, John Holmes. Next on the list, Dalvin Cook. He's got an ankle injury. You think he plays this week? Uh, That one kind of surprised me. I hadn't heard a ton about that coming into the week, and then it felt like all of a sudden it was like a scratch. Yeah, it was like, oh, yeah, he's not going to play today. Uh, So that was a little bit surprising. Alexander Madison played very, very well in his absence, which was kind of the only knock on him was he looks great while Dalvin Cook's out there, but when he's gotten the opportunity just to be the guy, he's just done okay. He played fantastic this week. He is going up against Cleveland this week, so we'll see how that goes. My guess is Dalvin Cook does end up playing this game, uh, but with how well he played, I don't think that there's any rush to get Dalvin Cook back. They're going to want to make sure that he's 100% healthy and 100% good to go. Very good, yep. Okay, and then A.J. Uh, Brown, he's got a hamstring injury. A.J. Brown, he's week to week. I mentioned before, he's not even a wide receiver three. He's having a rough start to the season, for sure. I mean, he, yeah, you know, like if it's sandpaper, it's that. What's the what's the worst grit? Like eighty four, a forty grit. Yeah, he's a forty grit right yeah, now. That's you're, you're really getting in. You thought I was a dog right there, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Go on. Um, obviously, you, you know the off season wasn't what he wanted. He had double knee surgeries, and really he's had drop issues, which yeah, is very week uncharacteristic two was real bad with that. Um, uh, of AJ Brown for AJ Brown rather. And then, and then week three he pulls up lame with the hamstrings. So I'm wondering. If maybe he wasn't quite 100% to start the season at this point, and now the hamstring is kind of resulting, uh, you know, maybe some 
overcompensation from having two knee surgeries, kind of just trying to get your body right, kind of in a rush. And the total offense, too, was kind of out of sync with new coaching staff. Well, not new coaching staff, but new offensive coordinator. So you had all of those things together. It's yeah, it's and, not and, a good and another alpha male. You know what I mean? Right, in yeah, the wide receiver court, and it's in a lot of. There's just been a lot of, uh, I guess, turnover uh, from that from that standpoint. So. A.J. Brown, I'm not worried about his future, clearly, but he's going to be down for the next three or four weeks, and hopefully they they take it slow with him, to be honest. Um, it stinks if you you have him on your team and, and you know you needed him to to do well, but he wasn't doing well anyway. No, so I shut mean, him down for a little bit, get it, get his body right, and hopefully you know for the second half of the season he'll be able to get this thing uh, back up and rolling. Rob Gronkowski would be very proud. He's wide receiver 69 right now. I mean, <laughs> Braxton Barrios has got more points than him. Uh, Darius Slayton's got more points than him. Freddie Swain's got more points than him from one single catch. Deontay Harris has got more points than him. It's been a rough year for A.J. Brown. Again, you know, Dynasty's all about windows. So we know A.J. Brown is now down for probably three to four weeks. We know he's had a really rough start. He's got no help. Is this a buy window for A.J. Brown? Yes. Are you putting some offers out there? Are you saying, hey, 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 69er? <laughs> I definitely am. Two first. I- I would definitely give two first. I would have no problem doing two that. first and a receiver that's maybe possibly like so. When you go, so the two first itself is you know it's probably not going to get it done, but it's enticing, right? But this this team this person is now down a wide receiver. Would you throw? Would you do you think it's an overpay? I because I kind of think it's overpay. Would you throw Brandon Cooks and two first at the owner of AJ Brown? It's kind of an overpay, Chris. You know. Brandon Cooks consistently gets a thousand yards. Currently a top six fantasy football receiver under receiver. I would like more leading the lines of like a Marquise Brown in two first. Sure, I think I think that would be a lot fairer. I, I was thinking if you if you had Brandon Cooks involved in that, I wouldn't say no to Brandon Cooks a first and maybe a second. You know what I mean? Okay. Something something a little bit less than two first and and Brandon Cooks. And I'm not even like a huge fan of Brandon Cooks, but he has is having a good year, and it would be a nice. Uh, I, I think peace to get back in return if you're, you know, if you're a contender and AJ Brown's not going to be there for the next you know, three or four weeks, that'd be a nice piece to go along with that first. Uh, uh, I think is first and a second. I, I'm with you. That was Brandon Cooks was one of the guy I picked in uh, one of our sleeper episodes a few months back as a wide receiver sleeper that I just thought his ADP was too low. So I am a big fan of Brandon Cooks. Uh, but I still might do it uh, if depending on the situation and depending on where those firsts are, if they're later first round picks and Brandon Cooks, as much as I think he's a talented receiver, we still have no clue what his future is going to be, whether it's in Houston. I mean, he's moved teams four times already. We have no idea what's going to be going on in Houston. So I think for a guy with that high of a ceiling, and I don't love the 22 class, so I think I might be willing to do that in the right situation. All right, I'm going to flip the script on you guys for A.J. Brown owners because sometimes I like to make this maneuver when there's a there's a receiver that I like a lot, any player that I like a lot. And I have another player that is viewed highly in the dynasty community or in the fantasy community, that, but I say I view A.J. Brown as a top five dynasty receiver, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. View him as a top five guy. I'll look at guys that are outside of my top five, closer to like 9, 10, 11, 12 that people like, and I'll try and make that move immediately. Like, hey, okay. This is where my team is. The, I, I don't usually have a window to get A.J. Brown because I don't have the draft capital. I've already traded a lot of my draft capital, but I have this player that I would not rather have than A.J. Brown. Would you, Matt, give up D.K. Metcalf straight up for A.J. Brown? Right now, today, like I come to you, I'm like, hey, 
I'll give you DK Metcalf or AJ Brown. You can pick anyone you want. Who are you taking? And and I'm a contender, obviously. So I'm I'm. Is that is that the scenario? Like I'm a contender, and AJ Brown just went down. Are are, are you going to be able to flip DK Metcalf and AJ Brown? Is that like the scenario that I'm looking at? Either way, because I'm not going to do it if I'm not a contender. Only like, if just, so only if you're a contender. Yeah, because that's that's where I'm at too. Only if I'm a contender, because I I think you're getting. The better the, the better asset is AJ Brown in my opinion for the long term and everything. So I wouldn't just take the lesser asset for for nothing. You know what I mean? Like for no reason, unless I was going to be contending this year and I needed him for the next three, three or four, four weeks, weeks yep. to, to I'm stay in contention. That's the only Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. I don't think so. I mean, I think I, obviously he's going to score you more points than whatever replacement you have on your bench at this point, but. Same same scenario. Like the if, point is, like, do you think you would take the the point hit? Like, so obviously AJ Brown's not doing anything for you anyway, so he hasn't been a help. But my point is, like, would you are you willing to take that three week four week hit on point production to get the player that you want? Is what I'm saying. So like, what I'm saying is, would you give up even if you're a contender? It, would I give up Keenan Allen to get, to get AJ, AJ Brown? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So would you give up DK Metcalf to get AJ Brown? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, that, that, I was looking at it from the other way. I'm yep. sorry. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, that makes sense. So sometimes you when you're a contender. Like you're in a position to make a move to make your team even stronger later, and a lot of times, you know, these dynasty leagues are top heavy, anyways. And if if you lose one player and you're a true contender, obviously AJ Brown wasn't helping you. You can usually like skate by, maybe not be the one seed, two seed, but maybe the fifth seed, sixth sure, seed, right around there. Healthy. So what I'm saying is like this guy has AJ Brown. A lot of teams think they're contenders. You have a player like DK Metcalf, Keen Allen. Would you give them up now for AJ Brown, knowing that team that has AJ Brown probably trying to compete? They want the points. You're giving them the points. You're taking the hit. Mm-hmm. That's the move I like to make. I like to sacrifice temporarily for the long-term Agreed. goal. Agreed. I, so, I was looking at it the complete opposite way. Oh, no, no, no. The way that you're saying, yes, I would, gi- I would give DK Metcalf. I could be confused at that time. Yes, so, I would give Keenan Allen to get A.J. Brown back, and I would just deal with the consequences because you're getting the better ass. And that's what I'm saying. So, would you be willing to deal with those consequences no matter gotcha. the situation? And that's what I meant by the situation because I would. Chris mm-hmm. Godwin? I would give Godwin. I mean, I, I think this is a short enough window that I think I'm always still taking AJ Brown, whoever I would have been taking him okay. above before. And if this was like an eight week injury, then I might be like, okay, I'll take Chris Godwin. Cause I, I'm a contending team. I got to make sure that my wide receiver one or two is still filled. So I think the point so, of what I'm trying to point here is like, I think it's a good window. Get, get in players like AJ Brown of that caliber, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're so hard to get. Even like Terry, if you want Terry McLaurin right now, like they're so hard yep. to get. A Justin Jefferson, impossible. Like CeeDee Lamb, good luck. You have to sacrifice the Lamb to even be in the, to have a, have a meeting. <laughs> to have a meeting. Um, Going Old Testament. So it's it's kind of one of those situations where like, I think this is a window for that. Like, because a lot of times it's easy to say, hey, I'll give up all this draft capital, but a lot of contending teams don't have their draft picks. Like, I literally just traded two years away just to get Alvin Kamara because my team is really strong. I just don't have a second running back. I have Jonathan Taylor. I want an Alvin Kamara. So I gave up the two first. One pick I used, okay, well, that's Alvin Kamara. I just stuck with the late first, and now I had to give up another first to get him. So easy peasy. And Chase Claypool, I mean, that team's not going anywhere anytime soon. Their future quarterback, who knows what it is? Because they ain't Ben Roethlisberger. Did anybody see on Twitter the old-timey reel of just oh, yeah. of Ben, ben Roethlisberger's all his throws? It was just it's like, <laughs> this guy couldn't play in today's game. <laughs> that, uh, I, that one had me rolling. <laughs> we mentioned Juju Smith-Schuster. He's got the ribs. KJ Hamler out for the year with a knee injury towards ACL. So he's out. Tim Patrick gets a bump. We mentioned him a couple times. Uh, already in the show. I know Matt's going to go out in, in detail about Tim Patrick on the Nerd Herd show. Mm-hmm. Sterling Shepard, he's got a hamstring injury. He's questionable. Hey, Sterling Shepard, he's a top 
24 fantasy football wide receiver right now. Unbelievable. I believe it. Daniel um, Jones. On the opposite side, Darius Slayton. He's also, got a hamstring as poor, well. Poor, poor Giants. <laughs> so, I, I mean, maybe by default, Kadarius Tony finally gets to play. Does he? Or is it Colin Johnson? They're like forcing the ball a little bit there. A little bit. Uh, Evan Ingram. There's EE e. coming back. Dude, right? Evan, and then Kenny Ingram, Galladay dude, is. Evan Ingram couldn't catch. There's a lot of things he couldn't catch. Evan, can, hey. Finish that sentence. Kenny yeah, Galladay. Why'd you roll, wait, why did you bring up Evan Ingram, but then you rolled your eyes at Kenny Galladay? Kenny Galladay is. You should you have trailed, rolled your eyes at Evan Ingram <laughs> and then trailed, said Kenny Galladay. You, you just like off. Kenny G. You jailed off. I, I don't think he's that great, but yeah, he's like the de facto number one. Like he, he was paid to be the number one. Sure. But you, so. you couldn't even finish your sentence. You just like trailed off. I just wanted to hear what you had to say. <laughs> Kenny Galladay. <laughs> he starts playing the flute. <laughs> no, Kenny G plays the flute. I think it's the sax. Sax clarinets. I think it's. I think Kenny it's the G saxophone. does not play the saxophone. No. Uh, no, he plays like the, the stick. He plays that jazz, stick with holes in it. The jazz. <laughs> the jazz think, clarinet. Do you guys think know. Colin Johnson? People should go pick him up because he could be on a lot of waiver wires in dynasty leagues. I mean, uh, I mean, it's odd because he's the guy that got here, you know, what, in September or something like that? Yeah, in, he got cut Jag- by the Jags. Right. Um, and he's already more ready for the offense than Kadarius Toney, apparently. I mean, he's worth a flyer, but I don't think he has any long-term value. He's a big-bodied guy. I don't know. So it's Kenny points. Galladay. Like, <laughs> the guy they paid Yeah, no, he did to. have 10 points, though. I yeah, mean, I mean, he, he, he went... He went in there, and it might be worth it just to pick him up if it's you worth have a, a stash. Yeah, absolutely, and end of the roster type of guy just to see if he he evolves and gets a role. Colin Johnson, wide receiver, New York Giants, pick him up and then leave him on your bench. <laughs> yep. James White, hip subluxation. That's the second week in a row you've gotten to say that, isn't it? What subluxation? subluxation? Yeah, dude, look at me. Who was somebody last week or two weeks ago? I don't know, but he's out indefinitely. Indubitably. Indubitably. Yeah. So subluxation, is that did did his hip pop out? Is that what that means? Probably. Ooh. I don't know. Ooh. That sounds Man. you say subluxation and you make that kind of sound. I'm getting excited. Look at that. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo! Dude, you, you, you change a U and put an L A oh, in there. Come on. Come on. Finger so, popping each other. That hurts. That hurts because uh, he was doing pretty well. Yeah. Uh, he was one of my buys. He was my sneaky starts. Um, he he was an easy guy to start because obviously he was going to get the passing game stuff, but then he was also getting a little bit of work in the running game as well. Uh, Ramondre so, Stevenson. So I mean, they had Brandon Bolden, I think, kind of fill in because he knew the offense and they knew they could count on him in pass protection. Sure. One of these guys is going to have to step up, right? I mean, because Ramondre Stevenson, he had the fumble in, in week one. And he's in the doghouse. And, and Damian Harris has been in the doghouse because he's been – pass blocking so poorly yeah his snap percentage has gone down every single week so, so this, poorly so this is like a jj taylor ramondre stevenson you know kind of two-headed let's see who can fill this void type of, of thing and whoever i think does better in the pass pro um will probably end up eking that one out jj taylor seems like he should be the obvious replacement i mean they're basically the same type of player right but he still hasn't seemed to really crack that regular lineup yet. We'll see if he gets the opportunity. Yeah, over the last year, he hasn't. Like, he's always been a name that's been there that's just never, like, never put it together. that much. I think, yeah. he, I think he got a rush and, like, a catch and some, like, you know. Sure. Kind of mop up, you know, type of stuff in this in this past game. I like Ramondre Stevenson. That's just me. All right. Um, last guy, Elijah Moore, concussion, each week to week. That's it for we'll injuries. All right. Garrett? Next conversation. Yeah, let's talk about some of the trending players. These are guys that 
we might not have necessarily expected. Well, some of us might not have expected uh, to be to be stars or, or interesting players. I think these are all interesting players to talk about. The first one we talked about the Carolina Panthers offense and how it's ascending, and that's been led by Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold has these guys undefeated so far, completing nearly seventy percent of his passes, eight hundred and eighty-eight yards, three touchdowns, one interception. He also has three rushing touchdowns to boot. Is this real for Sam Darnold? You think he's like a Pokemon? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is my question. Will he evolve into a Blastoise? So he's QB 11. I Listen, I really like the weapons around him. I think he's done enough to get uh, an extension here. I know they got a fifth-year option as well, but to me, this seems like it's a fit. The biggest worry, the only thing you have to worry about is Joe Brady leaving, and does that, does that hinder him at all? Because sure. Joe Brady is going to be a head coach this NFL, and I would... I would say Joe Brady's going to be a NFL head coach in the 2022 season. I would bet, if I was on my bookie right now, I would bet Chicago. all of my money. I could see it. Really, yeah. the only thing that's holding him back is he's 32. That's really the only reason he hasn't Didn't gotten a job already. Back. Um, so I, I, but that's he's what I'm saying. Head that's coach. that's why he has coach next year. That's okay. why he's not a head coach right now. If he was 40 this year, he would have already been a head coach. So that's really the only thing I think that's holding people back is like, well, we have like eight players on our team older than him. So I think that's really the only reason he's not, but I, I agree with you. I think he will be next year. Yeah. So I think, I mean, but no matter what Matt rules there, he has offense in place. Right. Uh, he's got DJ Moore. He'll be extended. He's got Terrace Marshall. He's got Christian McCaffrey. He's got Robbie Anderson and he's just getting it done. He's kind of doing, he's kind of going that Ryan Tannehill route, right? Yep. Like keeping it short, keeping it sweet. Um, get, get, away, it done get, away, get away from Adam Gase. Get away from Adam Gase. Get away from Adam Gase. <laughs> what a, what a, what a, wow. I put that, play that one up to a T. Yeah. Um, so to me, I, yeah, I don't know about like QB 11 consistently, but these weapons around him in this offense, like he's still looking at low end QB one, high end QB two, which you could have bought Sam Darnold five months ago for a second round pick. It, it, it's, oh yeah, it, it's it's crazy. So about in superflex, in superflex, yeah, like a in high one, range in one QB league. I mean, you probably could have gotten five months ago for a fourth round pick or a sandwich. Yeah, which, who doesn't or like or even good less sandwich? <laughs> so i I think it's I think it's real. I think I think this is it. I think listen, he came in this league at twenty years old. He yep. was super young. He's still super young. He had the albatross Adam Gase hanging around him, and that's literally the plague. Like he is. The plague of the NFL. He's the plague of the fantasy players. I went on a random out last week because he's a. Yep. When you say Turd Ferguson, like capital T, capital F for Adam Gase. He's Mister TF. Okay, that's where he he will never coach little league again. Like I wouldn't <laughs> let my kids around Adam Gase. He'd ruin them. He'd ruin them. <laughs> I'm like this kid could have been somebody. Now look at him. He's nobody. Took my last name from him. That's how much of a nobody he is. So to me, I think Sam Darnold is in a really good spot. To be, if there's any buy-in window on Sam Darnold, my answer would be I am buying. Um, I like what I've seen. What he's doing, the decisions that he's making. I like. To, I like. It, it, uh, he's going through his uh, progressions. I like what he's doing with his legs. An absolute ton. I mean, going into that game after Thursday, he was leading the league in rushing touchdowns. That that's what I was going to ask you about. Is it a little fluky that he that he's QB eleven or or whatever right now, and he's got three rushing touchdowns already? I mean, like you can't expect that to kind of continue i don't think right i mean P possibly but i i would assume that he would have more passing touchdowns as well like right. three is a pretty low number through three games for any nfl quarterback that's halfway decent uh so i, I would say that that'll probably the, the rushing touchdowns will regress i don't know that he'll have more than three more the rest of the entire season 
Uh, but I, I think he'll have enough passing volume, enough passing touchdowns to sustain that because he actually is is up there with one of the highest uh, as far he's top 10 in the league in passing yards. So I think he's been a little bit unlucky as far as the passing touchdowns have gone. He's got big play. It's not like he just has like, you know, possession receivers at his fingertips. Right. He's got big play receivers. I mean, DJ Moore with the ball in his weapon, in his hands is a weapon. Yep. Uh, Terrace Marshall could take the top off of defense. Robbie Anderson, Robbie Anderson scored at any point. He hasn't done anything. Yeah. He hasn't done anything. So I'm buying Sam Darnold. All right. Uh, Matt, this is this is uh, going back to you. And yes, Rich, we know you liked him as well. Thank you. Uh, but Matt, Mike Williams is... Oh, that was, what was that big bang on the wood on her table. Oh, hey. <laughs> Keep did your somebody pants say, on. Did somebody say Mike Williams? I zoned out for a second. Uh, yeah. Mike Williams, wide receiver two right now. Two. Uh, 31 targets, 22 receptions. 295 yards, four touchdowns. How high is too high to have him in your dynasty rankings right now? I mean, I was previously mocked several times. For having him top 10. For having him as a top 10, but maybe? Somebody emailed us once saying, yeah. I think there's something wrong with Matt Trankins. <laughs> <laughs> he but has uh, maybe? Mike Williams too high. And I, or I texted Matt. I was like, somebody said you got Mike Williams. That's something's wrong with your rankings because of Mike Williams and Mike Matt wrote back I have him exactly where I want (laughs) (laughs) that was my response but over time I did get chipped away at and he eventually started dropping in my ranks much to my chagrin but now I think I mean I I think it's justified that he would be up near the top 10 probably not I can't think of where he should be exactly off the top of my but in in the top 15 for sure yeah all right let's do a little bit of like a name game with some guys that would be like around that range and tell me who you would rather have let me play my game first all right you play your game (laughs) (laughs) i didn't know let me play my game you do your game josh gordon's back in the league so this could get pretty high oh my god (laughs) so so right now he's tied for sixth in the nfl in targets with 31 through three games he's second to keenan allen in red zone targets with eight he's tied for first in end zone targets four yards per reception is down from previous years but up from last month or last week he's up to he's up to 13.41 he's on pace right now for 175 targets 125 receptions, 1,672 yards, and 23 touchdowns. That sounds pretty good. 23 touchdowns. I mean, that doesn't sound realistic, but it sounds good. He's Right now, he's averaging 25.83 points per game in PPR. Last year's number one wide receiver, Devontae Adams, averaged 25.6 and was the wide receiver one by over 30 points, and he missed two games. Damn, son, in your face. So that's Ooh. that's what he's messing around with right now. And if he keeps on this pace, he's going to be far and away wide receiver one. All right, here we go. T. Higgins or Mike Williams? Mike Williams. Yeah, Mike Williams. Okay. For me. For me, too. Devonta Smith or Mike Williams? Mike Williams. Just too much upside. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and here's, here's why. Here's before we go on, I'm gonna tell you why I'm gonna okay. take Mike Williams on a lot of this. Mike Williams looks. I disagree, by the way. But. So they they've been Mike Williams before has been that big play, big stretch receiver, the big body receiver. I love, I absolutely love what Lombardi's doing with him. A lot of things short in the flat, quick slants. He's using that big body to get in the inside of these receivers, and he's dominating with it. So like you mentioned, his his a dots lower because they're using him this way, yep. and it's. And not only is it producing for a mass amount of fantasy points, but it's really producing for the uh, LA Chargers as well. I think this is a player they're going to lock up 
long-term. They're already paying him $15 million now. Yeah. I don't think that gets away. Now they have they have Herbert on this five-year deal, so they can, put, they can front load a lot of that, let the Keen Allen deal will fall off by the time he comes down. I absolutely love that we mentioned before, Lombardi plan on using an extra solid. They use Mike Thomas, Michael Thomas, and they're using him just like that. A lot of short stuff. I love the way even his route running looks good doing it. These short intermediate routes, use him in the flat, crisp, um, quick slants, uh, quick slants, sluggos back out to the sideline, and he's dominating. So and he still has all the above the rim stuff that he, that he was sure. known for when it was 20 yards down the field and he was going up over guys. So it's, He's got a lot of weapons in his bag, and he's a very unique guy from uh, just a physical standpoint in today's game, especially. I mean, there's not a lot of guys that are six foot four, two hundred twenty five. And the only thing I'm going to be worried about is that next year he's going to be twenty eight. So you do got to, and he's a free agent potentially. I'm, again, I'm not worried about it. I think he goes okay. back to one last deal in LA. So the only thing that's going that's going to change my mind from these players is going to be the youth opportunity. So when it comes to Devontae Smith, I love Devontae Smith, but I'm really worried about. His next three years there in Philadelphia. I'm worried about the quarterback situation there in Philly. I'm gonna talk about more of that in the nerd show. Okay, but right. I would lean. I would lean if I'm a contender, Mike Williams, right now. I'm going Devonta Smith either way, but uh, Jamar Chase or Mike Williams. Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. Yeah, I, I can't even say that. Jamar right. Chase. I can't even. Go that Joe that Burrow one. connection looks absolutely fantastic. He's dominating. He's looking good doing it. He's the, looking how I thought Mike Williams was going to look right out of the gate. Okay, yeah. I mean, dude, <laughs> to be that, honest, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's what I envisioned Mike Williams doing when he came into the NFL. He's doing it right away. Um, in, the in Cincy Cincinnati. offense, if they could bolster up the offense line even more, it's a, it's a threat. I mean, it's in a situation where Jamar Chase is going to Joe Burrow, literally saying, hey, just throw it up to me. I'm going to come down with it. It's it, already yep. three weeks in the season. We're at that pace. Like, Jamar Chase to the moon. And this is somebody who had Devontae Smith as their wide receiver one. Like, mm-hmm. you're talking about somebody, going, yep. somebody that's going to go skyrocket. And it's more. Oh, yeah, he's looking great. It, again, in the NFL, it's not always about just a player. It's about where the player goes, the system that they're in, who they're quarterbacking. It's very important. We mentioned this many times about Alvin Kamara. Was he the best running back in the league? No, but he's in the best system that could possibly be in sure. for fantasy production. Jamar Chase is in this situation. The Bengals, I think, are a real threat. I took uh, I took the Bengals' money line versus Steelers this week. That's how confident I was in them. I think Jamar Chase, yeah, to the moon. To if the I had to redraft my rookies right now, I would take Chase over so Devontae Smith so would I. easily. So All right, let me, let me list off a couple more names. I'm assuming he won't be ahead of any of these guys since he wasn't above Chase. They're all in kind of a similar tier. You don't know though. how high so, I'm moving Chase up. So, Ask me if I'd rather have A.J. Brown or Jamar Chase right now. Would you rather have A.J. Brown or Jamar uh, Chase? I would. I would. <laughs> Which one? Jamar Chase. All right. Oh, I want that Joe okay. Burrow. I want the Joe Burrow. I, dude, that wasn't can't. an I would question. That was an I, would you rather have this would guy or that I guy? Would. Well, I would. <laughs> you would. I, I would got rather. Wood talking about it. I mean, dude, Jamar, dude, it's, all, it's about that okay. combo that I love. But, but the question was originally about Mike Williams, though. Yeah, but I'm talking about Jamar Chase. Okay. Like, over the AJ last Brown. couple players real face, quick. sucker. The last couple players real quick uh, that will all be in that similar tier. Cooper Cup, Keenan Allen. DJ Moore, Amari Cooper, would you want Mike Williams above any of those guys? I would rather have DJ Moore, uh, for sure. Keenan Allen, Cooper Cup, Amari Cooper, Chris Godwin. I'd rather have Mike Williams and Cooper. Uh, they're about the same age, and that's, dude, the Rams are the truth with Matt Stafford. It the is truth. They're the and team. They get to breakfast beat. together, so I mean they're that's a done deal. I would probably t- just because of the again the, the, that combo together. I would probably take Cooper Cup. That one's real close, real hard. Um, and Amari Cooper's if, hard too. Amari Cooper, I, 
I think I would. I think Amari Cooper. I, I think would I would take Cooper t- Cup. I, I think Amari and and Amari Cooper. Cooper and Cooper. Amari. I think Williams over Cooper for me, and and Williams over Keenan for me. I would take Mike Williams over Keenan Allen. Him and Cooper Cup are they're really they're close. very There's, close. They're same. And that's the thing. He has Matt Stafford. He's got Justin Herbert. So it's kind of it's really close. If, DJ Moore, Godwin. If Mike, if Mike Williams signed DJ an extension Moore, right now, I DJ would, Moore I would, would take probably Williams. be over. Uh, I would probably take DJ Moore. DJ okay. Moore. So, over so you you have him close to a top twelve guy. You're like right around 13, I'm, I'm, 14. I bet I'm right around like for Mike Williams, right around wide receiver fifteen, which is really good. The tie in wide receiver two that I'm looking at, like, like for my team that I'm drafting. When you draft him as your wide receiver four. I mean, I got him in uh, the Scott Fishbowl as my wide receiver four. I'm I'm, I'm closer to like low end wide receiver. Guys, so I'm so. more like wide receiver twenty three sure. or so. Sure. So okay, well, I like him. Well, I'll be adjusting 15. my rankings accordingly this week. Yeah, I got to update my rankings tomorrow. Look for that dynasty.com. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's get back to some of these trending player discussions. I do oh. want to talk real quick about the Detroit Lions backfield because right now they currently have two. Running back ones. So do the Browns. DeAndre <laughs> Swift, RB3. Anything Detroit can do, Cleveland can do <laughs> can do better. better. <laughs> uh, DeAndre Swift, 33 attempts, 133 yards, a touchdown. But on top of that, also 23 targets, 19 receptions, 166 yards, and a touchdown. And then Jamal Williams, surprisingly, is in at RB9 right now. Uh, at 121 yards, two rushing touchdowns, no receiving touchdowns, but has 13 receptions on 14 targets for 93 yards. So both are being used in the running game and the receiving game. Now, yeah, when you have no receivers, it's pretty damn easy to do. Well, and I think that's the that's the part that I want to discuss. How how much long term viability is there with this? Because as much as we wanted Williams or Amon Ra or uh, Cephas. Cephas or any of those guys so far it's been like whatever's week it is it will be one of those guys but consistently we see both of these running backs involved in it typically Hawkinson as well he had a down week this week but both of these running backs are heavily heavily used do we think that continues throughout the season I, do, I think you know Dan Campbell uh, the head coach brought a mentality and it's it's to you know a mentality a mentality he's gonna bite some kneecaps that's and right stuff like that um and both these guys are succeeding, and I think that's probably giving them their best um, their best avenue for a W. You know what I mean? That's right. that's how they're going to have to win. Uh, so I think it's going to. Con- I personally think it's going to continue. They're, they don't really have any other stars jumping out. I think off the bench or anything like that. So so DeAndre Swift. I mean, did you see the open field missed tackles he was forcing? I yeah, mean, he dude, looks good. Same stuff he did at Georgia. Yeah, yeah. So this is, I got. I have a public service announcement to future rich. Um, <laughs> I do this every, t- I do this every year. I do this every single year. And I'm not alone here. I'm not the only one that does this. We all fall guilty of this. The damn NFL draft comes along. Mm. We put months and months into our film study and we rank these players and we do it every single year. And we're like, this is how we rank them. And then the good old end of April rolls around and Roger Goodell comes out there and gets booed to know tomorrow. And these players get drafted. And all of a sudden, we're like, ooh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire on uh, Kansas City. Ooh, Jonathan Taylor on the Colts. This is a good path. DeAndre Swift to the Lions. Ugh, mm. A little weedy out ooh. there. I know he was my number one running back going into this on film study. I'm going to bump him down a little bit. 
enough's enough. I do it every year, and every year I do it, I tell myself, like, don't do that anymore, Rich. You're being a dumbass, and you're going to go out here and draft Clyde Edwards Alaire over DeAndre Swift, even though the film tells you DeAndre Swift's a better running back. Here we are, a little over 12 months later, who's the better running back? It's DeAndre Swift. Who's running back three on a year? DeAndre Swift. Who's going to finish as the top six fantasy running back on the season? Christian McCaffrey. DeAndre Swift. Why? Because he's dominant with the ball in his hands with the line pass scrimmage because the way he could get – he makes defenders miss. He flashes leg out to the right side. He jukes these guys left and right just like he did in college. He's a stud muffin. So to answer your question, yes, it will continue on both running on backs. Both. I was going to say, Jamal Williams I think is the more questionable. I one. can see Jamal Williams falling out as a running back one, but he'll hold, hold value at the least as a high-end, the mid-range running back two. And he's the more he's the more grinder. You know what he, he there. I will say he was another – favorite website too. He was another one of my offseason buys. I I hit on a lot of those guys this year. He was one that I had talked about. Brandon Cooks was one that I talked about. I feel pretty good about my offseason buys so far. Just saying. Yeah, who didn't like DeAndre Swift in the offseason? I said, I said Jamal, Jamal Williams. Williams. I'm saying DeAndre Swift. That was my offseason buy. <laughs> yeah, bust those balls on that and, one, Crystal. And, and mine was Mike Williams. So well, there you go. <laughs> For five years. For always. Just like forever. forever. Who else you got to talk about? Uh, we got two more guys here real quick. Real quick. Najee Harris right now is a really, really interesting topic of conversation because he's currently the RB6. Let's talk about this. However, he does not have a single rushing touchdown, only 20, 123 yards on 40 attempts, but it is in the passing game where specifically this week he had 19 targets. 19. Tw- 27 overall in the season, Ooh. 20 receptions, 149 yards, and a touchdown where are we at with Najee Harris? And maybe even a larger question. I know that we don't love the Steelers, but I think that plays a role in part of this conversation. Yeah, um, Najee Harris was my running back one on the, uh, this rookie class. He's my number one rookie overall because he was the best uh, running back. He's running back six overall right now. And right now, unfortunately, like what he is, he's going to be exactly now that Saquon Barkley is getting healthy. He's going to be like a Saquon Barkley, pretty talented runner, but can't do anything because of a really bad offensive line. The offensive line has more holes in these young kids' genes right now. It's ridiculous. So to me, there's whippersnappers. There's, <laughs> these whippersnappers out here dragging these millennials. their knees. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, that, that person's on their knees a lot. I'm like, no, that's just a new, uh, new way to go, Grandpa. I'm like, okay. But there's no running back in the league right now that's been hit at the line of scrimmage or behind the line of scrimmage more than Najee Harris. He's just not getting done on the ground because there's no opportunity to get done on the ground. Three, one, two, three yards of carry. <laughs> terrible, <laughs> terrible, terrible. Wow. So, you know, to me, it's a situation where, like, he's going to live and die in the PPR game. Yeah. And that's it. It's mm-hmm. a good place to live because these guys score high-end points. So I'm, I, I think he's got to suffer for the next – Two years, probably. He also leads the NFL in percentage of carries. He's got like, or he's in on ninety snap percentage, snap percentage, ninety six percent of his uh, the plays. And, and I think like that. that's for me why this actually looks like a possible selling window for me. I almost put him in as myself because right now I honestly do not think Najee Harris's value will ever be higher. What what running back ever gets nineteen targets in a game? Like that's crazy for a receiver to get nineteen targets. Christian McCaffrey. So. Running backs typically, yeah, I was going to say, I don't even think he's ever had 19 targets in a game. 14 receptions. Everything is predicated mostly on this one game and has boosted him to the RB6. I don't think he's going to be able to run the ball well there. At some point, you do want to get 
other guys at least in for plays, even if they're not running the ball. He's got a crazy high snap percentage. He's not going to continue this target percentage. And it's borderline entire rebuild mode right now. Finger waving? I'm saying there, Najee Harris, will, his value will never be higher than it is right now. Disagree. Bad take. Equal to. It's a great Terrible take. take. Terrible take. So bad, I thought about kicking you off the podcast. Your name, the, do you really think he will have a game where he has more than 14 receptions? I don't care about the receptions. I care about you the points. You do care about the receptions. That's the thing you care about the most. That's okay. what you just talked well, about. If he doesn't have 14 receptions, but he has two touchdowns, whoopsie-daisy. He doesn't have any in the rushing game. Today, we're three games into the season. Listen here what's yes, going to happen. Yes, we're three games into the season. He has zero. Ben Roethlisberger is 37% deceased, okay? Like, he's out the window. I'm not worried about it, Okay. He's gone next year. Is he 37? Ju- oh, hold this big Ju- I think he's, he's actually 39. Like 39. 39. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Juju Smith-Schuster, he's going to take his ribs, his coleslaw, his, his, everything, everything he's got. He's going. He's By gone. the way, he did this in a game with Juju Hurt and missing and also Deontay Johnson gone. Good. You're helping my cause. He's gone. So he'll get less targets. Ben's gone. Dude, can I? I never interrupt you ever. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone. Juju's gone. This team knows 100% they got to bolster this offensive line because it's terrible. It's worse than terrible. It's one of the worst offensive lines of all time. That I mean, the center gets pushed back more than, like, I don't even know what gets pushed back a lot, but I wish I had something to pounce off that. Something clever, yeah. Yeah, but it gets pushed back a lot. <laughs> so, what'd you say? Something clever. Yeah, I'm not that clever. Um, Think clever. It's terrible. So, it's terrible. Insert. So, next year, they're going to have a new quarterback, maybe a rookie, maybe not, somebody young, inexperienced. They're going to have less wide receivers. Uh, Pat Firemuth will be a little bit better, and they're going to have a better offensive line. They're going to rely more on Najee Harris. The young quarterback's going to dump the ball off because it's going to be the same system than Najee Harris, and he's going to get more carries, and he's going to have a better offensive line. I think his value could only go up. So you think he's going to be better than RB6? Garrett, it's week three of the season. Yes, we have to make these decisions, Rich. You think you think the dynasty right now, like, oh, he's running back six. This is peak value. Do you, okay, here's a so you don't. I think he will be higher than a running back six at next at some point later. And at one point, at some point later. I don't know to finish to finish maybe, the season. Maybe week two next year. Okay, <laughs> I'm kind of I'm kind of divided. We're I talking think, seven days difference here. Think, What's the big difference? Here's the deal. I'm talking. God like, created well, the world in seven days. You can't. He can't. He can't get a little bit more points. Be running back five. Is, is Najee Harris God? I think that here's some people he is. Oh my gosh. I think Najee Harris this year will not finish as, as high as he is right now. So from that standpoint, I think he does have, he's he's definitely in for, I think a downward trend going forward this year, but I, I, there's definitely plenty of room for both of your theories to be correct. Oh, buy AJ, AJ Brown for pennies. He's wide receiver 69, flip it both ways. It's the same and tastes the same, but I do think he's got plenty of, 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 Wide receiver or running back one upside going forward because I think I, they are. I think their 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 plan moving forward is to have a one back system, and I think that's. I think he is that back. I don't. Yeah, think I agree. I don't think he's ever going to be a ninety six percent. You know of the offensive plays, he's not going to be in on that many. But but I I damn I think he's going to be a seventy five percent of the plays. He's sure be absolutely. In on, uh, and I said his pass catching ability was made him my running back number one overall too. So in your face, Rich. In your face. But these guys just want Javante Williams to be better than Najee no. so bad. Javante Williams is even better than Melvin Gordon right now. 
This has Less nothing. This has nothing to do with Javante. So Williams. bad. <laughs> you sit so back bad. in your producer chair. I will tell. I've got nothing but if time. If he was wearing booties Situ- right now, I'd be situations shaking. Situations change. I've got nothing but time. Exactly. Situations I waited five change. years for Mike Williams. I will just keep waiting <laughs> for Javante. It's I'm very fine. patient. <laughs> it is fine. Let's move on. Listen, I gotta tell you about my friends at my bookie. Before we, right. we, I mean, we're going way too long. If you listened last week, I told, I gave you the lock of the century, you right? Did. I told you I was up on the year. Well, if I was up on a year before, I am way, way more up than I was before. Over two times as much as I was. Because I said, what I say? I was like, my lock of the week, it was Carolina, Cleveland, Arizona. Not done only, done. That was my three-team teaser, and I parlayed it. Oh. And then I, then I went and messed around because I was, I was feeling it. I took Cincinnati money line. All right? Look at you. Woo-hoo. I was feeling it. I was feeling it. Then I won all that, and then I took green. Then I, then I parlayed because I, I I won so much on my bookie. I You're won hot. so much. I had so much credits in front of me. I was like, I'm feeling it. I'm taking Green Bay and the over. I'm parlaying together. Boom! Couple more digits going into the bankroll. And guess what? <laughs> listen, if you want these sweet hot tips, I'm on Twitter at Dynasty Rich. I I did another three team teaser. I took uh, hit me up on Twitter. Okay. And I'll give you my three-team <laughs> teaser this week. I up. teased it and parlayed it again. I'm on Twitter, at Dynasty Rich. I'm going to make you all rich. And all you got to do is go to my bookie. And my, my bookie, and use that promo code NERDS right now, they're going to hook you up. They're going to give you some free cash. They're going to double your first deposit at my bookie. And this is what they do. They take your parlays. They take your teasers. They take your cash. And then you listen to me, and they give you way more cash back. It's that simple at my bookie. All you got to do is make the same bets I do, and you're going to be buying yourself anything you want. Literally, Jeff Bezos just, who? Just on my bookie, though, not on uh, not on uh, uh, Thrive. Thrive. No, no. Because I mean, you're losing your shirt on that one. I know, but my friends are going to hit me back on that one because I'm donating <laughs> my 20 bucks. <laughs> Listen, all you got to do is go to mybookie.ag right now, and you're going to win some money at my bookie. Use that promo code NERDS, though, because when you use the promo code NERDS, you get double your deposit. Then all you got to do is hit me up on Twitter. I'm going to give you my picks. You're going to be successful. I'm going to be successful. We're going to be drinking mojitos on our yachts. We're going to be have walkie talkies. We're going to be having uh, people write our names talkies. out. And, yeah, from well, you're going to be you're rich. Yacht. People have walkie talkies. That's the only on way. Yeah, that's how you know you're rich. Yeah, to be yeah. You have a walkie talkie. I'll have my private plane write out my messages in the in the <laughs> in the in the contrails. Hey, this is my this is my teaser of the week. It's Can't going change. that good, that yeah. good. Listening up, to yacht rock. I'm up four. To- I'm up four <laughs> times over four times my initial deposit. Get you, yeah. Man. Call me. Start calling me Richie Rich. He's gonna lose it all this week. He's gonna. <laughs> you I'm shut all your in. Whore mouth over there. I'm all in, baby. All right. Something else we're all in on is prediction strike. Dot com. Do you ever wish you had a stock in a guy? Maybe like uh, Brian Edwards. I know our friend Jared over there had a bunch of Brian Edwards stock, and that's looking mm-hmm. wonderful over at predictionstrike.com. It is the only place where you can buy, sell, hold shares of players just like you would the stock market. Best of all, they have this wonderful app. You can do everything from your phone. And if you sign up now with the promo code DYNASTY, you receive a free share of any player with your first deposit of $20 or more. That's promo code DYNASTY to receive a free share with your first deposit of $20 or more over at predictionstrike.com. I believe, I believe Brian Edwards um, leads the whole NFL in, what is it, fourth, fourth, fourth quarter, down, over, yeah, fourth quarter and overtime uh, uh Receiving yards, right? I'm up 47% on Brian Edwards on predictions. Oh, yeah. 
Nice. I know. I know. T.J. Hawkinson, another guy we hyped up for prediction strike, is up a lot too. Yeah, remember when we hyped up Sam Darnold? Hey, that's mm-hmm. right. He's up twenty three percent for me, dude. Between Thrive, my bookie, and Prediction Strike, we're gonna be going on a space trip any day now. <laughs> we're gonna be free, some people are free falling. We're gonna be free flowing. Yeah, you're sitting there, all all this cash so flowing out of our pockets. Like, how much of those tickets? Those Marcos Callaway shares are down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you win some, you lose some. Sixty yeah, percent of the time, it works every time, dude. Hey, when you're up so much. It's okay to take a little losses like that. Your the, yeah. the investment was so small. You yeah. made a nice catch this past weekend. You yeah. never know. You got a touchdown. Uh, lucky. Yep. Now, what are we going to get out? What notes are we getting out here? Garrett, I know you had a couple things you want to talk about before we leave, and we're about to leave. Here's here's my problem, Rich. I always have so much that I want to talk There's so much fantasy goodness, but that's why we have two shows. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we can talk about more things in the other show. Yes. Uh, but I do really want to talk about these rookie quarterbacks right now because so far... It has not looked good. Now it's been it's been three weeks. Prediction strike. Buy them all. Buy them all. Right now, here's what we're looking at. We're looking at Trevor Lawrence, zero and three as a starter. Not a surprise. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Terrible. Not even completing fifty five percent of his passes. Six hundred sixty nine yards, five touchdowns, seven interceptions. Not running as much as we would have expected either. Only nine attempts for forty six yards. Zach Wilson. We know that he's doing pretty terrible, just slightly over 55%. Only two touchdowns, seven interceptions. Uh, but to be fair, five came in one game. That's true. So <laughs> to, be to be fair. To be fair. He was worse in that game than he was one his game. other bad games. Uh, <laughs> four attempts for 21 yards. Uh, Justin Field only has one start, uh, but it was historically Ooh. bad against the Cleveland Browns. Uh, totally has 138 yards, no touchdowns, only one interception. Uh, but he he also doesn't have a ton of rushing yards. 14 attempts, 46 yards. And then Mac Jones, who's the best of the bunch, uh, he only has two touchdowns and three interceptions. So he's just not pushing the ball down the field. He is throwing a higher percentage at 67.5%. And he is one and two as a starter. We don't know anything about Trey Lance yet. He's only getting spot you know plays here and there. But... Right now, we we had hyped this class, me specifically, as one of the best quarterback classes we had seen in a while. This is your fault. It's my fault. Where do we feel like we're at with these quarterbacks three weeks in? Okay. First of all, it's only three weeks in. It is only three weeks so in. It is. I'm not flipping out any any reason whatsoever. Trevor Lawrence. Uh, probably the biggest concern. He was supposed to be the second coming of Rich Dotson, which is something absolutely it's tough to attain, amazing, which yeah. is very tough to attain. But he was supposed to attain it. Uh, could Urban Meyer be the new Adam Gase? I don't know, but it's possible. It is possible. Very concerned. More concerned about some of the decisions he's making out there. Like he's making some bad decisions, making some bad throws. He's tied for first right now in the league with Ben Roethlisberger in throwing interceptable. Passes. Balls, passes. Yeah. yeah. So he's yeah. at seven, 17. And we all know Ben Roethlisberger's 39% dead. <laughs> Wait, did he just add 2%? 2% he did. It's yeah. dead. I mean, you don't. He's dying quickly. This isn't a zombie apocalypse. He's just going to become more undead. You get more dead. <laughs> yeah. So I'm concerned. The next, the next closest rookie is Zach Wilson with eight, by the way. Yeah. So. so Listen, these guys, like sometimes you see a guy like Justin Herbert, like, oh, well, Justin Herbert did well. Well, Justin Herbert went to the Chargers. They're a fantastic team. A lot of these teams go these really bad, these quarterbacks go these, they're high picks because they're going to the really bad teams. These teams are, were horrendously bad. The Jets, very bad. They're still dealing with a Adam Gase hangover. I, yeah. I will say. Jacksonville, 
horrendously bad. Yes. I, I will say Joe Burrow went to a really bad team last year, and he, he looked good right away. He, but he had good weapons. They, he did. They dismantled the, the, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Do you remember that last year? They were just like yeah. picking them apart. They were, yeah. they were trading away all their parts. They were cutting guys. Browns got Ronnie Harrison for a third, like fourth round. Fifth, I think. Fifth round yeah, pick. Yeah, I think it was yeah. a fifth round draft. He was a four, third round pick. Yeah, they're, they're literally selling pieces to right. the lowest bidder. So that that's, <laughs> the, that's <lowest> <laughs> the only bidder. You can give me a first. Nah, I'd rather take this third. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> so, yeah, it, that's an epically bad team. Um, so it is going to take them a little bit, I think, to get that kind of sh- that ship going in the right direction. They did they did just uh, trade for Dan Arnold. I know we, we haven't mentioned that, so right. I just figured I'd throw that out there. Tiny, Tommy Tremble. Scott, the, the, Matt Rule's talking good. about pretty big time, too. Tommy yeah. Tremble. Yeah. That, That's Carolina, Carolina. Tight end, rookie yep. coming out of Notre Dame. That was, was one, a block that, of tight end, but had some good chops. I, I almost put Dan Arnold as a buy. I was I was trying to figure out that whole situation, kind of kind of see who was a buy, who was a but it, he's going to a new team. I'm, I'm not sure. I think they're going to try to target the tight end. I think that's why they're going after Dan Arnold. But then I was like, hey, do we do we put Tommy Tremble as a, as a buy? But he's a he's a rookie tight end. So yeah. he, I don't really think he is. You know what I mean? He, he's going to take some time to kind of develop and, and get into. If you're a, in a shallow, a uh, if you're in a shallow draft class, or maybe a, a, a dynasty doesn't have taxi squads, for example, you definitely want to check your waiver wire for Tommy Tremble. Absolutely. Uh, yep. Zach Zach Wilson. I'm again. Rookie quarterback. I'm not over, on the Jets. I'm not overly worried. Defensive minded head coach. I'm not overly worried about him yet. Too Justin Fields. Not worried at all because Matt Nagy won't be there next year. He had a terrible game Matt, plan. Matt Nagy might not be there after next week. Might not be there after next I, week. I, I thought he might have lost his job after this because the the game plan that they had put Horrendous. together they didn't roll him out once was embarrassing. They they had five man protection almost every single play. Like it, they really did not set him up to succeed. You at literally all. had a dinosaur trying to block Miles Garrett. Like this guy's old. Like this guy like came out of the brain of tar pits. Like it wouldn't shock me. Like, I mean, J- Jason Peters old, you know? Jason, I mean? Yeah. Jason Peters. I, I believe he was playing guard last year because I, 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 maybe think so. I know either way. He's 39, right? He's really old. <laughs> and he was semi-retired. Yeah. yeah and Justin and Justin Fields, like a lot of concern. I had Zach Wilson, my number two rookie quarterback. Cause when I watched Justin Fields, I was concerned about some of his decision-making. Um, I was just concerned about how he acted under pressure a little bit. And he did all like, he had no chance. Like he's not, we, we didn't even get to evaluate it. Just, listen a lot. For the most part, we see a lot of these quarterbacks come in and they find success. The new day NFL is like, what do you got for me lately? The fact is a lot of these quarterbacks should be sitting and learning. It takes time to, you know, to move your game to the NFL. It's not that simple. To just come in and have a good game. Of course there's, there's outliers and people that get it done, but people take time. Peyton man is rookie year through like 29 interceptions. You know, like he, he, he didn't look good. These players need time to develop. And when, and when Matt Nagy does such a disservice of throwing Justin Fields out to against this defense of the Cleveland Browns, unprepared and not ready to go, that could hurt a quarterback. You know what I mean? So what you got to worry about here is like, am I worried? Are any quarterbacks broken yet? I'm not no. there yet. So no. I think they're all buys. I'm buying, I'm buying Justin Fields if I can. I'm buying Zach Wilson. I can. Good luck buying Trevor Lawrence, but there's any dip on Trevor Lawrence right now in Superflex. Like I'm buying. Like all of a sudden, if I can get Trevor Lawrence, you're not buying Mac first. Jones though, right? Or are you? Uh, in a Superflex league, if I can get him for a first and just a first. See, I, I don't even know if I would just because I don't. I don't see what the we. I talked about a couple weeks on the Nerd Herd show. Uh, there, there's just no ceiling there. Where's the upside? Yeah, it, 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 the upside comes if they add more pass weapon weapons. Like. Right now, this is like this is the chicken before the egg kind of thing. Like, 
what are they going to put around him? I mean, right. can build, can can they build now? They've never been able to draft receivers, but what if they can put weapons around him? That's my question. You know, that's it. Maybe it'll be okay. I mean, they've got they've got two tight ends. I think that they went out and and basically bought here in free agency. Mm-hmm. Johnny Smith. No money. Johnny Smith's not really looking all that great. Um, he is not. And fine. Hunter Henry's Hunter. Fine. Yeah, Hunter Henry's just a. Eh. Okay, I'm not buying Mac Jones. So I mean, those were they but went for out and a late spent first. For that. Listen, know. I'll take a young quarterback that offers upside for a late first at any Superflex league all day. Super, yeah. yeah, all day. Superflex? But just a first, nothing else. If it's if it's literally pick like 11, 12, and it's in the 22 class, because I don't want to give up one in the 23 class, maybe I would consider it. But that's the thing. Like you're, He's a slow burn type of guy for sure. It, yeah. He is. He is. Okay. Well, that's it. Um, that's our show. Make sure you... Uh, Check us out on YouTube if you want to. Make sure you check out DynastyNerds.com. Because remember, uh, it's never too early to get re- ahead of that rookie class, and we are updating the Dynasty Nerds film room. Ooh. We're doing it. Ooh. We're doing it. We're updating our rookie ranks. We're getting new stuff out there. Pretty soon, you're going to be able to do mock drafts, rookie mock drafts, and a mock yep. draft tool on any app store. Make sure you do- download that because you're going to get some rookie drafts in there. That's going to be fun. Getting that ADP, this early stuff. That'd That'll be, be awesome. That'd be awesome. Man. If you want to see me shake my finger vigorously at Garrett Price, check out our YouTube channel. we got stuff on there. Make sure you like and subscribe. And then, of course, if you enjoy the show, uh, just leave us a rating review on iTunes. And join the Nerd Herd, too, if you're there. Why not? I mean, we've got a lot of good stuff there. We do. Yeah. Innovative. Until then, we'll be back next week. Unless you're a Nerd Herd member, because we got another show coming with some buys and some sells. See you next week. Adios.